guys, I'm Savannah, and you are listening to the Girls Off the Record podcast, a podcast affiliated with savannahofftherecord.com, an online magazine dedicated to music, fashion, beauty, and culture. I had the chance to interview my best friend, my mom. I've always had the hot mom, the cool mom, the rocker mom. We used to listen to Deftones in the minivan on road trips. She would wrap my hair in space buns for soccer games when I was little. She was the ultimate shopping partner, the ultimate friend, and the ultimate mom. Ever since I was little, I wanted to be like her. Fashion was no exception. When my mom wore business casual clothing, I wanted business casual clothing. When my mom wore pink, I went through a pink phase. When my mom bought band t-shirts, I bought band t-shirts. I have followed all of my mom's phases of style, and I still do. My mom will always be my biggest fashion icon, so I wanted to share her with you all. Meet my mom. So tell me, how did you first fall in love with fashion? Or shopping, I guess. Well, yeah, that's kind of two different things. <laughs> they go hand in sure. hand. Well, with fashion, I'm not sure the exact moment. I think because my mom always dressed me up when I was little. In dresses and like patent leather shoes with the fur muff and the whole thing. Um, and my mom always dressed pretty fashionable when she was going to work. I can remember being about five years old and riding in the car with my mom on her way home from work and telling her that I loved her top. (laughs) And I was like probably five or six years old. It was really kind of a boho 70s shirt. But um, then I started reading fashion magazines at like 10, 11 years old. What magazines? Vogue. Um, and it was called Harper's Bazaar. Instead, now you don't really see the Harper's part, but it was Harper's Bazaar. Um, and I used my allowance to get subscriptions because I just, I would spend hours just looking at all the beautiful clothes. When I was about 12, I think, maybe 11, 12, I told my mom that someday I'd be wearing nothing but Halston, St. John, and Emmanuel Angaro. <laughs> and wow. she was like, yeah, uh, right. Anyway, I think that's kind of how it started. And then shopping, it just kind of went hand in hand. My mom was always a shopper, so (laughs) natural selection. Natural selection. Yeah, you sound nothing like me today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, what stores were you shopping at, you know, when you were in high school? Um, We had Weinstock's department store which is quite similar to, like, Dillard's now. And then um, Casual Corner was the name of another one that was kind of um, had young ladies' clothes. And then um, it's funny because there was Miller's Outpost, which we got all our jeans there. And then iMagnon, which was actually purchased by Macy's. So it was, it was iMagnon before it was Macy's. And then the funniest store that my friend just reminded me of was Above the Belt because now it is one that all the young people know called Zoomies. I don't know how you say that. Oh. Anyway, it's like a the skater store. Yeah, it's like a skate shop. Yeah, well, back in the day when they first started, it had young men and girls clothes or whatever, and it was called Above the Belt. Huh, I had no idea. Yeah, it started when I was, like, probably late junior high, maybe, middle school. That's so funny. Um. I know. <laughs> I wonder how many other stores are like that. Like, they started out as something different, and now they're like a new store. I can't remember, but I think, like, Weinstock's 
closed, but Nordstrom bought a lot of those from what I understand back in the day. But a lot, you'd be amazed at how many stores we have now that all started in the San Francisco and Sacramento area. So maybe that was kind of like the hub of fashion. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for your age, maybe you're at that time. It was just where fashion kind of originated and spreaded the other direction. Um, Yeah. What what kind of stuff were you wearing then when you were in high school? Like, what kind of trends were in back then? As I got into probably middle school and then into high school, shoulder pads were ginormous. <laughs> they were so big. And it's funny because to this day, I can't stand them. But um, we wore a lot of blazers and kind of menswear type stuff, but with big shoulder pads in them. In and, case you need uh, to play football, too. Well, it was funny because it did kind of make your everything underneath it smaller looking, and I think that may be why that was a trend. I don't know. Yeah. But we always had a lot of different blazers, different color blazers to wear over stuff with, you know, like a T-shirt and jeans, but we'd wear these big, giant shoulder pad blazers. Anyway, um, um, acid wash jeans, I think, came out when I was in high school, and I hated them. Still do. Like. <laughs> I think it's one of the worst things ever, but I probably may have had a pair. I'm not sure. I just never liked them. Yeah. And then I think one of the things I'm known for is I always wear war clogs. Oh. Um, jeans and clogs. And then sometimes we wear our leg warmers over our jeans um, <laughs> when we went. We didn't wear them to school, but we wore them when we went out. So I don't know. That's funny. so funny. Um, are there any things like you wore back then that like you're embarrassed of now or wish you never had? Maybe the leg warmers. I don't know. The, um, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if I consider myself that fashionable, but I, I don't think, any, I don't think anything really embarrassed me that much, except that we did occasionally like in the Madonna, original Madonna days, we wore the, um, lace gloves a little bit, um, you know, I but actually think that cool. stuff is kind of cute. I think leg warmers, like, make me think of ballerinas. Yeah, I mean, um, it was so cute then and so popular. I guess I didn't really think about it. But I know some of the people wore the MC Hammer pants, and <laughs> I never did. Um, so, yeah. So you can look back with no regrets now that you've never worn MC Hammer pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that... Outside of clothing, perms were probably the worst thing we ever did, but now perms are coming back, so. Yeah, that has to be kind of weird for you, too, because everything you've mentioned, like the oversized blazer, even leg warmers, and especially acid watch jeans, have all kind of come in back into style. Like, not completely, but they're definitely part of trends, I think, like especially the oversized blazer. I've seen shopping recently i've seen a ton of like oversized blazers they don't have shoulder pads but i mean it's kind of the same I'm, style well i think menswear in general the look of women in menswear is kind of having another heyday and it it often that's one that kind of recycles quite often i think yeah but i've always loved that look and i've noticed that a lot of people are doing that like you know um we would wear blazers without anything under them, and that was kind of, you know, but that was the 80s. We were kind of excess and the big earrings and stuff. But um, And I see that a lot when people are dressing up again. Um, yeah, I've definitely seen, like, high fashion models, like, wearing blazers with nothing underneath. And 
you know, it kind of has like a sexy, that menswear definitely has a sexy appeal when it's on women. Well, it's funny because it goes, it runs the gamut because around that same time, we were either wearing that kind of stuff or we went to the, um, what I would call the Victorian blouses that, you know, went high neck and lots of lace and self-sleeve kind of thing. And so it, it was kind of funny because it was either one or the other. Yeah, I actually love, like, the the high neck and the kind of romantic style blouse. And I've seen a lot of those recently, too. So, I mean, I guess it just goes to show you how much trends cycle back and forth. It makes me want to, like, hang on to my flare jeans, like, forever and <laughs> some of the other things I have yeah. that I know are coming back. Absolutely. Is there any clothing item that you wish you still had? Um. Yeah, a couple of things. Probably one would be, um, well, the you know, the wrap, the DV, DVF or Diane Von Furstenberg wrap dresses or whatever were so hip and so gorgeous. And my mom couldn't afford those, so she bought me one that was um, for basically dancers in the day. And disco was big or whatever early um, in my high school career. Anyway, and so she bought me one, and it was pretty sexy and probably too grown-up for me. Um, <laughs> but it was gorgeous, and it was like a burgundy, really beautiful fabric. Um, and then um, that was back when dance skin only sold, uh, like, at higher-end department stores, their dance clothing. Right. And then um, probably towards the end of high school, I splurged and put on layaway and bought a black leather dress that was plunging in the front um and fitted and um oh my gosh it was gorgeous and to say I regret selling that but um wish I still had it that's kind of tough I actually I get a little sad when I ask you the question because you gave me that um Louis Vuitton handbag that you used to carry and I had my college roommate stole it so I've pretty much never forgotten that because it always made me so sad because I loved carrying that bag because it made me feel like, I don't know, it just made me feel like you, I guess. So I liked it, and I was pretty sad when she stole that. Yeah, over the years, I know you have stuff that, I guess, through attrition, I mean, it disappears or whatever. People borrow it, so to speak, or, you know, you get rid of it, and then you regret it. Yeah, there's a lot of clothing items that I wish I hadn't gotten rid of. I've kind of gotten... I've gotten a little bit more, like I've been hoarding more than I used to. Like I'm starting to put things in boxes mm-hmm. and just hold on to them because I'm like, you know, I might want this. <laughs> yeah, I still have a little crop top that I wore to a Guns N' Roses concert. Is that the one with the feathers? No. Okay. No, I forgot about that one too. I still have that probably too. But um, the Guns N' Roses one, I just, I think it's more for the memory than anything else. Obviously, I would never wear a crop top halter top, (laughs) but for the memory, it's just a memory, so I have stuff that, you know, in bags that I keep for that reason. You're going to have to let me try it on just to see. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it probably won't fit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I kind of want to transition to a little bit about your style now. Um, obviously it's something that's kind of evolved over the years and the way that I remember your style always is by one color, which of course is pink. Um, 
you've seemed to kind of always liked that color since I was young. In fact, I went through a really long pink phase because of you. I think um, I still have some of the pink items that I had then. Um, but, you know, I've watched your style evolve through the years. You've definitely, you've done the business professional and, you know, you've done kind of some club wear. Then you've gone to a preppy style. Um, but how would you describe your style now? Um, it's funny because it just really depends on what day, but I, I feel like I'm um, bipolar when it comes to clothing because I really love kind of a whole, um, you know, tore up jeans or tore up shorts and a plain t-shirt, real California casual style, and sometimes kind of like the rocker t-shirts too. I love that and that whole thing. And then um, the next day, I really love dressing up and, you know, wearing something a little obviously more high-end or whatever. But um, And there isn't much in between. There's not one specific style. I'm really eclectic, I think. But I'm not as trendy as I once was. If I do buy something that's kind of trendy, I feel like, and not going to stick around for a while, I really don't want to spend the money on it like yeah. I used to. That's smart. <laughs> it's practical. Yeah. So I don't know, one or the other, I feel like I'm kind of either boring or, you know, really tearing it up. But I think one of the things I really love now, which surprised me, is the boho look and the whole kind of um, hippie chic. And I think I do kind of like some of the higher end stuff like that, which can be really expensive. So I try not to go there much. But um, I do kind of like that stuff. I tend to in dresses and stuff. What kind of brands are you referring to with that? I love um, Chelsea and Violet is one of my favorites. And, you know, free people, some of their stuff. Uh, Denim and Supply, Ralph Lauren has a lot of um, kind of a, it's prairie chic is, is probably what my, it's kind of this in between a cowgirl and boho to me is kind of the new prairie chic. And it's probably one of my favorite looks for the last few years. It's kind of funny you say that, being that you live in Oklahoma. I know. I know. <laughs> it's funny because I'm wearing stuff that I never wear before. You know, it is weird how your location kind of impacts that. You know, now that I live in Florida, closer to the beach, all I can think about are bikinis and, you know, kind of that white, gauzy beach wear you see a lot. Um, yeah. Now I'm starting to see my style head in that direction because it just makes sense to where I'm living. So it's kind of funny, you know, that you just kind of adjust to your locale a little bit. Well, it's crazy because I think that more even so than the actual location is the weather. Really does yeah. affect the limits which you can wear. Um, because I'd be happy wearing, you know, ripped up shorts probably, you know, 300 days out of the year. But it's obviously not practical where I live. Come move by me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> I wish you did. Um, but I think for denim, I think I love, like, frame denim is probably my favorite. And um, AG denim. And those are the ones I'll spend more money on. And then I buy a lot of American Eagle just because it actually, no matter what size you are, it fits great. So. That's so funny. Yeah, it's, it's good to know, too, what higher-end brands to buy from and then what kind of what brands on the cheaper end to buy from because sometimes there isn't a difference and sometimes there is. Right. How do you think kind of your love of fashion has impacted, you know, your kids, including me, which I'm sure is an easy answer? Well, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the easiest one. 
the funniest part of it is how my three children are all different about clothing. But, um, you know, your brother, the oldest. Um, James. For, yeah, and he, um, it's pretty funny to watch him and how much he loves clothing and shoes. And I didn't realize how bad it was until um, I went to move him. And he had, you know, like eight times as much clothing and shoes as I had. And it took all day <laughs> just to move clothing and his shoes. I had no idea. and um, I didn't know he had he, that much either. It's insane. Um, I told him I'd never move him again after the last Because <laughs> of that. And, and really, him to let go of some stuff. And he's very sentimental about his clothing. But he... He does wear beautiful clothes, you know. He's always invested money in clothes and stuff, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's a cool thing to watch, and I think that, you know, I probably encouraged him when he was very little. The magazines that he was looking at because they were sitting around all the time were Vogue and all these magazines, and I think he saw beauty in that, and, you know, it's funny because he's straight, and every woman he's been, you know, he's been with has kind of had to deal with this, but... um he probably loves clothes more than now anybody. It's funny, but um, yeah, I know. I when I was home for the holidays, he was talking about that velvet blazer he bought, and it made me laugh. But you know, yeah. it's actually it's. I think it's kind of sweet. I I kind of like it when a man cares about how they look. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I actually I always kind of admired that about James because he's so he has a really confident personality anyway. So he just, whatever he does in his life, he just owns it, you know? Yeah. And I think someone tried to tease him once. I don't know when this was, but about his love of clothes. And he was like, what's wrong with wanting to look nice? And the way he said it was just so confident. And I mean, it was kind of one of those things where everyone was like, well, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Right. And I think his friends would give him a little bit, you know, of a hard time and um, in high school and stuff, not bad because he had great friends, but I think that, you know, that was kind of a little bit, um, and, you know, I think that I laughed because he was also, um, did his girlfriend's hair for 13 years or whatever, and, (laughs) uh, so I told him, why don't you do that for a living? You're so great at it and really, you know, talented, and he said, I have a hard enough time with people not thinking I'm straight. And if I was a hairdresser, they probably would never think I was straight. And, you know, tried to reassure him that that's not the case. But, you know, I get it. Yeah, it's funny because I just don't know if anyone would ever question it because he's just one of, like, the most confident people I've met about that kind of stuff. Although I have to say yeah. I don't envy his girlfriends because he does, he kind of dresses them. Right. Yeah, and luckily he's been, you know, I, I think that they've appreciated it in a sense, too, because he's he's good at it. Yeah, you know, that's true. He looks good. and um, Well, obviously his wedding is next weekend, so I'm kind of excited just to see his style reflected in that. I'm definitely curious about what he's wearing. <laughs> he will be wearing a navy... <laughs> Blue velvet blazer and a navy blue velvet shoes. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Your sister, Ashley, um, she has always tended more towards the... She was she loved clothes when she was little and being kind of frou-frou, um, but she was always kind of this, for lack of a better word, badass chick and stuff. So um, 
she's kind of like almost like she was struggling against it, but she's always loved um, trendy stuff yeah. more than the rest. I think she was just like loved. Oh, this is cool. You know, this came out. This is cool, and kind of, so kind of was always went with the trendy stuff. She's never, and to this day, um, she's married with three children, but she's never really stuck with any kind of specific lane as far as style or whatever. She still loves the trendy stuff, um, loves to be, you know, in there on the edge and stuff, and um, she's still that way today. I, she's, She likes to say that, she's always liked to kind of say that she didn't like fashion as much as the rest of us, but I think she always does. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I think... You know, she talks about fashion with me quite a bit, you know, just by chance whenever we're talking. It's just something that comes up. So I think she does like it just as much. What's funny to me is like recently I've really gotten into the color red and it kind of makes me laugh because I really think it's just something I got from Ashley because she was always kind of drawn to that color. And I think she always felt really confident in red. I know one of her junior formal dresses was like this really sexy red ruffle dress that looked amazing on her so it's kind of funny because I always like to think of myself as more into fashion than her but even she's kind of influenced my taste (laughs) yeah definitely and she's always looked like amazing in jewel tones so I think she's always kind of gravitated to jewel tones but red is probably her favorite well it makes me laugh too because I remember in high school she always wore heels I mean, always. And, I, and, you know, when I was in high school, I did not because you have to walk so much. But for her, it was like a full-time commitment. <laughs> right, exactly. And she was kind of known for that. In fact, they always joked when she'd walk through the gym because they'd be, you know, here comes Ashley because they'd hear her click, click, clicking across the court. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we're all short, so I guess we like wearing heels occasionally at least to give us that extra couple inches, but... It was just funny to me that she wore those in high school because that's not really that practical. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because now that, you know, just I never, I guess I never really equated it, but I wore heels a lot as well in high school and I'd wear them to school. And people ask me, why are you so dressed up? And I thought, well, you know, dressing up is kind of like, I don't know, for me, it was, it was part of life. It was like enjoying life and feeling good and That's exactly how I feel. I remember I dressed up for one of my college classes freshman year and someone asked me, they were like, are you a senior? And I was like, no. And I was like, why do you ask? I mean, because of course I look young anyway. And they were like, oh, I just assumed you were a senior because pretty much only seniors are the ones who ever dress up (laughs) because most freshmen just wore t-shirts and leggings to class. But I was like, you know, honestly, that takes some of the joy out of life for me. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know. I I think that it's it's great to have days where you're in sweats and flip-flops or whatever, but I think if you're doing that all the time, you're just not feeling that great and confident and enjoying it. But that's just me. No, I actually think it's true for most people. I think most people like to look nice, and I also think there's a way of dressing comfortable that looks nice. I mean, you yeah. look at now, and yeah. one of the most popular fashion styles is athleisure because it's comfortable but it also looks really put together which that started in the 80s the um Reebok tennis shoe the high top came out in 85 or something I think it was and that was the beginning of how how all the cool tennis shoes they started realizing that tennis shoes could be more than just for running 
and playing tennis, and so that's kind of when all that started. Yeah, I bought history. <laughs> yeah, this year I bought um, Nike IDs tennis shoes where you can custom order them, and I custom made completely red Nikes, red soles, red laces, red everything. And uh, oh, for the <laughs> it came out with all red like that. I love it. They they make me feel so good, but I cannot wear them because I don't want to mess them up. They're just sitting in the box. It's the saddest thing, and I'm so in love with them, but I guess I just need to kind of wear them because life's short, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Which wanna... is why, you know me, at times I have bought two of something because I'm so obsessed with it that I'm like, you know, one pair is going to get messed up, and so I've bought two pairs, or, you know, I've done that with a couple dresses, a couple of pair of shoes, and a couple pair of jeans. I can completely relate to that, but then again, I think it's safe to say I got a lot of my qualities from you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess, how do you think, uh, you know, your fashion has impacted me? Well, obviously. Um, it's for us to talk about because we already know the answer to this. I mean, obviously, um, you love fashion and you see it as an expression. And it is an expression and it's crazy because people talk about being, um, you know, like design-centered or whatever or artistic or like even crafting and crazy stuff like that. But I think there's a part of most people and some people way more intensely, instead of doing that kind of stuff, if you put it out in your clothing and in fashion and you, when you see beautiful fashion in something, it's just kind of like it almost takes your breath away when it's something, you know, it may not be something you'd ever actually wear, but you see the value in the design or whatever. And that can be really um, impressive, I guess, to say. Um, and actually, I, I think that makes me tear up a little. That's really sweet. I've never, you're so right, though. You know, I, we both have such a deep appreciation for the art of it. Right. And that's, and that's what I remember vividly about being a child and looking at those magazines and saying, you know, that cut, it just it looks so amazing on that person or... You know, I can see just, you know, wanting to slay the world in that when I grow up kind of thing. And I think that that's, um, that's that, and I think that probably came from my mother, and you probably have the same thing, and I think that um, that's kind of part of it. I think that the negative part of it would be the financial aspect of it. Um, <laughs> I remember as a young single mom... <laughs> Going, oh, wait, I can pay the electricity two weeks of my next trick because I really have a pair of shoes. Um, I never went too crazy, but I can remember kind of, you know, doing that. Uh, Walking the edge. Right, exactly. Um, to have that latest amazing dress or pair of shoes or whatever. And, um, you know, it worked out okay, but I think that that affects, you know, we all struggle at as we're young, unless we're independently wealthy or our parents are millionaires, you know, we, we all have to work up to financially having the money, if you can, you know, to having better things and, and actual investments. And as you know, your dad jokes to me and says, yeah, um, I don't really say anything about our purses because she tells me they're investments. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Yeah, that's funny. Um no, I mean, it is it is kind of a financial burden. Um, 
obviously I think none of us are very wealthy, I would say. So I think we've all kind of struggled at some point or another, but it does make me laugh because I think all of us, and that includes, you know, Bob, my stepdad and, and James and Ashley and you, I think we've all at some point kind of sacrificed our finances for fashion. (laughs) Right. And it's even funnier because my boyfriend will, I think I've sort of turned him into a monster a little bit. Um, And I think he likes shopping now too. (laughs) Well, and your dad too. And he's, um, he's lost some weight. He's getting a lot of his confidence back. And um, he just bought, an Italian pair of leather shoes that are just stunning, which he would normally say, we just need to take them back. I can't spend that money or whatever. And he got two suits. And, I mean, he just, he looks fabulous and he's really feeling it. And I kind of really tried to reassure him and say, I know it's kind of like freaks you out to spend that money on yourself. But when you see the joy and the way you feel in it, it's completely worth it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to. I think fashion and shopping, they all kind of give you like a high almost, you know, just a feeling of happiness and confidence. And it is kind of a gift that keeps on giving because obviously, you know, you wear things more than once. You know, you get the little joy of finding it, then the little joy of buying it and having it at home, and then the joy of finally wearing it and showing it to other people. You know, there's just a lot of joy that comes out of it, really. And that would probably be the advice that I would give somebody. I know that we've all had buyer's remorse. And I think that if it's something that you know when you get home, there's no way you can wear it with any joy, then then return it. Just return it, let it go, and let the thought go. But if it's something that it just freaks you out that you spent that kind of money, but you're going to enjoy it, it's, it's beautiful and it's going to last you a little while, I say um, if you can get through that, that first initial 24 hours you're going to be golden (laughs) because it can be pretty dramatic at first you know it's funny you say that there's been a few things that I've really hesitated to buy because of finances but then of course I knew you know I would just keep thinking about it if I didn't but you know almost every time I've been glad that I did you know when I've had it at home you know the next day or just when I finally wear it for the first time like I'm always so thankful that I you know just went through with it yeah, and I've, one thing I've started doing is that if I have something that I'm just on the fence about and I'm not sure, I, I will tell myself, okay, let it go, just leave it here. And if I'm okay with that, then I do. I just leave it and say, then I didn't need it in the first place. But if it's something that I just can't stop thinking about it, I always now put it on hold yeah. and ask them to hold it for 24 hours. Um, I don't buy it right away unless I'm 100% sure. Um, I have a few things and return them, but not much. Most of the time, I ask them to hold it, and then um, if I'm still thinking about it 24 hours, I go back and get it. But the thing, the actual being able to hold it has helped me a lot because, um, you know, I'm not completely freaked out that I'm going to lose it. Yeah, that's true. And usually within 24 hours, you know if you need to go back and get it or if you need to just let it go. Well, let me ask for a bit of shopping advice. What what piece of clothing do you think I need in my wardrobe um I think that every woman uh, there's a there's probably I I would I think when I think about you I know that um like being able to have a really really nice higher end crossbody leather bag always leather don't bother with anything else um but I think that that is invaluable um because you can use it 
dressing up or use it when you're, you know, out at a flea market or something. Um, and the higher-end leather ones are going to last you longer, and you just really take care of them, and I think that would probably be yeah, thing that I, I couldn't think of off the top of my head. Okay. I also wanted to know, do you prefer online shopping or in-person shopping? I've done so much online shopping the last, oh, I don't know. I know you have. <laughs> yeah, um, but it can be a real pain. They've Obviously, all the stores now are making it easier and easier because you can return stuff much easier than you used to be able to. Um, but, you know, there is there's just such a high risk that it's not going to fit unless it's something you know really well, a brand you know really well or whatever. And so that can be frustrating. So I still love going especially to the bigger department stores that have a lot of different stuff in them. Um, like Nordstrom and Dillard's are my two favorites. And um, But I still do a lot of online shopping just because it's so convenient. Yeah, it's kind of hard to beat that for sure. And you can really peruse prices just so much easier. Right. And now, I mean, you can put in the item that you're... You can find something anywhere... Um, a specific, you know, brand of the name of the shoe or whatever it is, put it in and you can search, you know, 50 stores online that have it, find out which one's cheapest, who has quickest, cheapest shipping, you know. Um, right. And probably get it the next day with Zappos. So remember that if it's super trendy, don't spend a lot of money on it unless you're independently wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Surprise. And there's the old saying, too, that if you're not sure about, if you're really dolled up and you have a lot of jewelry and you're leaving the house, you're not sure about what you look like, take one thing off. Um, and I think that that is probably truer than we want to admit because you'll probably be more confident if you take that one thing off, that necklace or I, I don't know, just to kind of calm down the look if you're really not feeling the confidence or whatever but um I use the opposite rule I'm like if you feel like you're looking extra just add something even more extra on top of it <laughs> well that'd be a great too because you know now everybody's starting to layer the necklaces again and I think right. that's kind of a cool look that was kind of the old 80s thing too so that's kind of a cool look as well but yeah no, it's funny. It can go both ways, I think. It just depends on kind of what you're most comfortable with and what, like, suits your personality for sure. Yeah. And don't buy shoes that don't fit you just because they're super cute. Because I promise you, you won't wear them and you'll get rid of them as soon as you can and you'll regret it.